DMV trip, collagen, fountain of youth, or is it a hoax? And is that your organ? All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. All right. Hey, Amy, how was your weekend? Oh, my God. I feel like it's still going. That's how great my weekend is and was and ever shall be, Miss Alyssi. How was your weekend? It was good. I enjoyed watching pictures of you away enjoying your weekend. Did you take the whole family away with no. you? No. That's why it was so good. Just kidding. Oh. Just kidding. We, Brian and Amy and little tiny Polly, went out to the mountains to stay in a luxurious, fabulous fantastic mountain mansion of some close friends of ours and they brought similar children of their own with them we had to leave similar children. well we had to leave two of ours behind ordinarily this would be grab the gang everybody gets along great the kids are all matched up it's so easy they're one it's just a perfect setup we had to leave the top two Rocco and Petey home because they had a variety of they're both in the drama at school and they're both doing the school play and blah, so they had this was tech weekend so they had to stay home and do that so we left them here unattended so I've just returned home to a filthy home that is still standing I mean there's a good side right the dog is here alive wagging his tail he's been fed there's no deucerusi in the house there's just avocado toast plates in every room and random cans of nonsense in every room. But I'm going to overlook that because everybody's healthy. They weren't even here. They were already at their rehearsal when I got home. But And the weekend was fan-fucking-tastic. It's funny that you say that you were watching me post pictures because the only frustration of the entire weekend that I had is that it took me all weekend to post like four pictures because we were in such a glorious mountain abode that there's zero cell service and zero towers and zero nothing. It's just you're out, you're out among the clouds and in the heavens and there's just no sending of service of any kind. You don't miss it when you're there except when you're waiting for two and a half days to post like a lone photo of someone else's dog which seemed really dumb. But ignoring that, best weekend ever. How about you? Tell me you. Tell me you. Go, go, go. Wait, your dog stayed home. Whose dog was there? Their dog. They brought their dog, Duke. And he is a fucking hilarious. And I had no idea that this was going to be the weekend of dogs. The whole time I was there, I was overcome with thoughts of you, my loveliest lovely. The entire weekend was dog-centric. Dogs were in the restaurants. Dogs were in the shops. Dogs were in the... Whoa, 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 whoa. In the restaurants? Yeah, of course. You're in the mountains. They're fucking hippies. Yeah. They're rich hippies. They're rippies. They were, they were, they were just... <laughs> redi- and I'm, I'm here to tell you, I walk among them because... We went into, you go out there, you look around and say, you're kidding. Wow. You breathe the air. It's spectacular. It snowed the whole time. It was wonderful. They had an outdoor ice sculpture thing in the middle of the park. Oh, that's fun. They had a canine keg pole, which was hilarious. So they strap kegs on sleds to the back of dogs and then they make the dogs race them and then they give all the money to charity. Uh, that's what you posted that I loved. Yes. That's what you posted. I was like, mm, do these dogs want to do this? It was, and then when I figured out. It was that, very yeah. funny because, you know, little Polly was saying the same thing. He goes, that sounds like abuse. And I'm like, nope, they've consented in the form of their parents. Their humans have consented to continue giving them food and shelter and love if you pull this keg for me. <laughs> well, to be honest, there's a dog f- for whom that is made. Uh, there are dogs that need jobs and they need things to do. Two of my dogs would not be interested in that gig and wouldn't do it. That's how you know they're not interested. They'd be like, fuck you, give me treats. They had the, and the other one would love to, will chase cars, will run and go they like, had that's the, the dog. super biggie, biggie, big, big dogs who were just like, bring it, I got this. And then they had the little dopey, and they had rigged up tiny little sled. They put like a beer can on a sled for them. Oh, that's so And cute. then I don't know much about the beer trade, but evidently there's a proper keg that we all know what that looks like. And it's turned on its side. But then they have like, I guess it's a, a quarter keg for a bar. I used to think quarter kegs were like low and flat. They're sort of almost more like an oxygen tank. You know, it's kind of like a cylinder. Okay. So they had those for the mid-sized dogs. And it just... Anybody have a party ball? Was there a party ball It went on all day. All? It went on all the beer tasting tents and beer garden and beer, 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 a lot of beer. It's the mountains. They do beer there. So it was wonderful. It was fantastic. Well, that sounds like fun. Yes. And then s'mores everywhere and fires everywhere and lodgy, you know 
cabiny looking, you know, and it's just so charming. They call this mansion. They call it, well, you know, we're just heading to the cabin. Did you want to come? And I'm like, oh, it's a cabin. It's like, oh my Jesus, this is not a cabin. It's like, you know, Did- getting on a, getting on, well, we're just going to take the boat out. And it's like a, it's like a yacht, you know, it's one of those. But they don't Did know. They, they don't know they're rich. They don't know. They can't tell, which makes them great and delightful. Did the dog what? participate did duke participate he in did the poll? not because they didn't even think about it until we got down there and they're like first of all he would have been all over it but only if he wanted to duke is kind of like a cat in the sense that he's gonna do what he's gonna do duke is a bulldog he is very Aww. he is very low squat and dare i say he's he's a portly gentleman uh <laughs> he's he's on the stout side and the way you can tell is that we were in the other room by the fire in the sort of the big, comfy, cushy, cozy leather sofa. And then, you know, everything is like rustic, but not and still great. And you're like, crackle, crackle and drinking and talking. And then from the next room, you hear this. And I was like, what was that? I, I was thinking like, maybe the heater kicked on and maybe that's like the, nope, that was Duke letting it fart. Yep. Shut it. You could hear it before you could smell it. It was significant and not fart sounded or shaped. It just was like a room away. You could hear the departure of air from his nethers. It just went <laughs> and not like a flapper. It was big time. And th- so that was kind of like, oh, it's funny. And then later, one of the other nights, he wandered upstairs, which I found so impressive. His legs were short and he made it all the way upstairs. Yeah. So he came upstairs and he just sort of nosed open the door. And I was like, isn't that fantastic? He's come to say hello. That's great. And then I just was, it was already pitch dark, already asleep, didn't even think about it. And then a little later, I heard something that sounded like a train. And I thought, what is that? Is he snoring? He was snoring so loud. It yeah. sounded like a motorized device. And the best part is he would lean up against the wall and snore and the reverberations of his snores would like rattle the door so it was like <laughs> like it was the most ridiculous and it was like <laughs> so then the after effect is it was like the three stooges <laughs> it was i was laughing my head off because also i was nervous is and meanwhile brian told everybody the next morning i thought for all the world that you were snoring and i've never heard a noise like that until i realized <laughs> i was like thanks I, first of all, I thought it was him to begin with. And then after we, he's like, but then I heard the snore and you breathing at the same time. And I was like, that, 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 didn't that ain't right. That's not the thing. That ain't my girl. So that we all, that's not even a human. I love that he thought it was me, first of all. Anyway, Duke, glorious. Mountains, glorious. Beer, glorious. All glorious. It's a good weekend. It was good. And over too soon, as they always are. It's a good weekend. I gave blood again. Why? Because Why do you keep helping one, people? I told you it's the one good thing that I do. I'm not going to stop it just because you, it hurts or is annoying. But you could stop it. You don't have to be that nice. You're Before, kind in other ways. Do you really have to plunge a needle? No, it's it's really my only thing. Other than entertaining people with the verbiage on, verbiage on my shirts, I don't really do anything else. Bullshit. But I'm so glad that you did give blood. Did you do platelets too or just the blood? Stop with the blood. Don't give. It's, don't give. it's a time commitment. Platelets is like in one arm, out one arm, in the other. It's two hours. I, I don't Pla- know. Ain't and, yeah, time platelets for is for like, I need rent money. I'm giving some platelets. Like it takes a long time. No, they don't time. pay you. Right, but they don't pay you. Not Not Red Cross. And that's what I did. But I also went to the Department of Motor Vehicle. So you really uh, don't like yourself at all. Well, what? Who hurt you? <laughs> Why did this happen this weekend? This is horrible. Lay it on me, sister. Here's what I found super interesting. My son got his, you know, picture card in the mail and we went and we got his license. Yay. Super. And my husband said, you really need to get your real ID. Oh, yes. And for, for a long time, I'm like, real ID is a scam so that black people can't vote, right? That's really what you're saying? People in inner cities, uh, Latinos, this is really just a scam to keep minority voters away from polling booths. That's really what you're doing. So I've fought it. I 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 fought it. And then somebody at the airport said when we were coming back from Atlanta, do you have a real ID? I'm like, that's bullshit. That's just to keep the man down. That's do-. And they're like, no, you really should get on that. Fuck. Yeah. Your choice is that you can fly every time you fly, even if you're going to Des Moines. Don't know why. With your go, passport? Go to Des Moines with your passport. Then you don't need a real ID. Des Moines is lovely. Don't listen to her, dear listeners. Des Moines is delightful. Des Moines is Des Moines is banging. That's the truth. But frankly, you shouldn't need your passport to get there. Let's just call it what it is. Right. So instead of bringing my passport, 
which I know I'm going to lose if I bring everywhere I go. Or someone's going to stab you and take it and then fly as you over to China. You don't want that. Just get the real ID. And get the coronavirus? Well, or fly somewhere other than there. It's very sad. Okay. It's very sad. It continues well, to grow as we speak. Yes, as it ekes into our country from the West Coast over. So yeah, I was at the I was at DMV. My son got his license, and I thought, here, let me submit every form I've ever known or had, and, uh, and get. Let me let me slow you roll before you even get in there. How easy was it for you to procure the dick long list of documents that you needed to get your real ID for you? I couldn't even begin to attempt this. So walk me through the process of your life. Do you have a drawer? Do you have a shed with all of your stuff? Do you have <laughs> Do you have staff members who keep track of these things? Tell me, tell me how this works in your house. Give me your day. I don't have any staff members. Let's start there. But I do have a filing cabinet and my hmm. parents moved from their home and they're like, this is all your shit. Bam. Little tiny shoes, a birth certificate, which shares a name with nobody I know because I got married and changed my name. When you change your name when you get married, you need a new social security card. No, you fucking don't. You do. You're kidding. Well, I say I never did that. So, really? Right. So you have to go to the Department of Social Security, which I did when I got married. <sighs> so I went all kinds of prepared with... My birth certificate with my maiden name, my old social security ID, my new social security. So it shows the transition that I've been through being this new person owned by this man in my home. Gross, super gross. And, super gross. Right. So we really need a bill, your passport. Um, it's it's not that hard. It's that hard. I don't know if that's that hard. It is. It is hard. But I also flirted with a guy behind the counter and he said, oh, I'll take this. This will do. I don't know if they were appropriate documents, but he... He's on his second marriage and regretting it. So I said, That's I got to tell you. a lot of relationship to have with a guy on the other side of the counter reading your document. Oh, I got to tell you. I said, I don't know why you got married again. If my marriage doesn't work out, there's no way I'm doing it again. I'm married to an amazing guy. And if I can't make it work with this great guy, fuck that. There's nothing. It's not going to get better. I, I mean, somebody, there's this uh, Facebook group that my girlfriend Dulcie asked me to join or offered for me to join. And it's like called like 50 AF or nice. It's, it's this big <laughs> like group, me. this massive group of women. And they, one of the posts they just had was, um, how do you keep from having feelings for your fuck buddy? Uh, oh, and I wrote, what? marry him. Yeah. Maybe don't have one. Yeah. Oh, no, no, this is, no, no. I was thinking that this was someone who, that was their piece. I was thinking that was a side piece. Oh, that's just somebody that's having a good time. No, I get you. Right. Oh, that, like, how no. do you keep you from getting emotional? And... You don't marry your good time piece. You slam well, piece. How... Missy, stop it. Well, I was just trying to be funny by saying, mm. oh, you get married. You won't have those feelings anymore. But so my point is, if I can't make it work with this man, I, fuck that. He, I'm not doing this again. Dr. Brilliant has spoiled you for all other men. That's the way that works. He's going to love to hear that. So I'm talking to this guy. I'm like, I don't know why you did it a second time. So I kind of feel like I distracted him and made him, I don't know, a little. Were you a wearing little... a, a, a tit letter shirt like you were so often known to wear? Were you giving him something to direct the eye? Dear listener, I will post the t-shirt I'm wearing today on our Brillabs pod. Zip, zip. Which we need to change. It's Zippity so gack, gack, gack. I almost want to keep it because it's so stupid. But I Brillabs won't. pod groupies. <laughs> so it's... bad. My shirt's funny today, although I'm going to see no humans other than Amy on Skypey Skypers. So I think I distracted him and he put all my papers through. I kept my picture from my old license, which made it faster. Um, but here's what, here's what I figured out. When you get your first driver's license, where you get your permit, you take a vision test. Do you want to know the next time you take a vision test for driving? Wait, 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 wait. Fuck. Do you not have to ever take it again? Never again do you need to take a vision I test. My bullshit renewed. <gasps> Never again. Why are they so, so stupid. I know. So he's he's stamping documents, he's scanning things in, and behind me an old lady with a cane and assistance <laughs> getting to the bench behind me. So she's next in line and she says something that she said something else and I looked at her. I said they just gave that lady a fucking license? He said, yeah, she just passed a, a test right now. That's why she's right there. That blew my mind. I said, so no eye test for her? He said, the only time you take an eye test is if you're getting your permit. 
That's and I not thought that is fucked up. Then I was waiting as my son was getting his license at the camera thing, and the woman—they do it very differently now. Remember when you took a picture and you were just stuck with that picture? Sure. Yeah. Now that's, they take a picture part, of you that's and part they of say a horrible DMV experience. Right. Well, now they take a picture and say, this is the picture. Are you happy with it? Or would you like me to retake it? And the woman says, what? I don't know. I, I can't see that. And then she got she another person all in the same visit who can't fucking see who's on the road with you and me, our dear listeners, and our loved ones. This, this All of these people can't fucking see, but they're all driving. I don't know. It's really disturbing. I can't. It was a tough day. See that? It was a tough day for me to realize that maybe this person can't even see. Be careful. You know, now I'm really noticing young, young drivers because I have a young driver. I have a brand new driver on the road with his license. So I'm totally aware of of student drivers. And now I'm aware of the fucking blind. There are so (laughs) many things on the road that probably shouldn't be on the road. It's absolutely batshit crazy. Oh my. This old lady had no right. And the woman getting her picture taken had no right to be on the road. If you can't see. And then I thought, well, put your glasses on. She have glasses. She's just sucking right up to that screen. And then you have to answer a couple of questions on the screen. And she had to have somebody come help her read the questions to her and answer you for her. You are not telling true statements. Because she this could not be. see. This cannot be. This cannot be the truth. The only other time you will have a vision test is, and this is now something I'm prepared to do, is if somebody reports you. Oh, yes. You should have have clipped her walker ass in the parking lot. I was like, I'm absolutely going to get your license plate number and I'm going to call you in and say, this woman couldn't see for shit. She's crashing into stuff. I'm not above that. I might be a little bit above that. At what point is DMV doing any fucking thing except collecting revenue. They aren't, the woman and man are standing there saying, she's saying the words out loud. I can't see it. I need assistance to take a test. May I continue to operate this multi-ton vehicle that's a death wagon with me behind it? Certified. Bing. Not cool, DMV. What were the questions that they asked her on this question test that she had to be? What is a car? I mean, what could they possibly, what, how is, what question could they ask that's more important than can you see? Well, they read it out loud. So it was, are you an organ donor? Because you're going to die soon. Any minute. And you're going to take people with you. That's my fear. I don't care about her. I care about everybody else on the road that she's taken down with her. So, no vision test. This is so fucking awful. It's crazy. It's really, 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 really crazy. Yeah, not a fan. Um, speaking of organ donor. Hey. Are you an organ donor? Yeah, of course. I don't know who and wants them, you- and I apologize in advance, but you know what? I meant, well, have them. Have fun. When you think of donating your organs, what do you think of? Gosh, we got dark real quick. It's so funny, gang, because- No, no. <laughs> what organs do you think of? Let me clean that up. <laughs> I don't know. Heart, kidneys, eyeballers. How about your uterus? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Uh-huh. Why? That's like I'm that's just... like your foot. Like what? That doesn't. That's not a. <laughs> that's not like a thing. That's not a thing, honey. That's not what they take. They take it's like they a take thing. like a a hump a pump or something that's gonna make you be alive and well and you know see something hear something. That's they're not gonna. How about a, whoa, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. How about a hunk of something that allows another person to give birth? What? So they had a um, very successful uterine transplant slash pregnancy here in the u.s no yeah an empty uterus went into another body and then they pumped it up with full of baby and then the baby came out as a regular baby all of those things she was the first baby in in north america delivered by a mother who received a uterus transplant from and here's my favorite part a deceased donor yeah (sighs) it's crazy right it's lovely She's in her mid-30s, and she got a transplant from a deceased donor that could allow her to become pregnant. so weird. The first question that I asked is, did the deceased woman have a baby prior? Like, is this her only baby? Like, why would I care about that part of the story? No, I mean, you're asking questions to which I do not have answers, but I think it's amazing that, you know, I checked... I checked yes for for donor. Of course, of course, um, and to, everyone should. And if you haven't, go and do it. Because what are you doing with it? You're dead. Right, you can't take it with you, right? You, yes. 
Although when my, I think it was my aunt, when my aunt died, my mother brought a Waterford crystal footed candy dish. In her uterus? I'm kidding. Full. <laughs> that's how she smuggled it in filled with Hershey kisses. Is she Egyptian? Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically what I thought. So, so she brought that to, to send her on her way. You know, she, and I said, did you really, are, are you putting Waterford into this casket sitch right here? Um, but she just threw the chocolate on the grave. Oh, and I thought, wow. I thought that's going to bring animals. That's a really good plan. It's a new version of pour one out. Good Lord. Um, yeah, in our fa- non-drinking family, it is pour one out with a bag of kisses. That's really Aww. what it is. So how do you feel about that uterus transplant? Amen. A plus. Thing? I love it. Dude, take some, have another one. I've got two because I'm a nail. I don't have two uteruses. It surprised me though. I was, I just never thought about. It's like a brain transplant. It's like at a certain point that, that shit's been, that doesn't work. There's no, there's no secondary market for the, I didn't think for the uterus. There are, but there are people a who used have frozen durus. their brains. <laughs> Right, a used, a used This is you combining words again. Oh, I'm super excited for master. that baby. I'm super excited for that uterus. I think it's great. Take it, take it, make something with it. It's upcycling. It's a fantastic <laughs> reuse of goods, man. Spread, spread the love. <laughs> that is the ultimate in upcycling. Holy crap! You are not messing Ooh, around. We took these parts and made a human. That's lovely. I do. It's very Frankenstein-y. Give, give. If if this dope is going to sit around and give blood, for fuck's sake, at least you could do is say, after I got no business caring about anything or any of you, I'm not even conscious. I'm not even an entity anymore. Slice and dice. Have a party. Serve it up. We hear it on our medical shows all the time. Cadaver bone, cadaver this. I've never heard cadaver uterus. Like, it's Well, don't call it that. That's That's, like, and she's really got a brother from another mother. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was really thrown. I was really thrown with that. How do you find out yeah. this fucking shit? Is this medical? Oh, because you was you were at the crazy. Well, yeah, I do a I do a deep dive. I do, I don't know. I search some weird things. You're, you're... Like I was, yeah, I was searching on WebMD. I have you know this back pain that I'm trying to heal myself. WebMD. I highly do not recommend Thank it. Thank you. Stay off of WebMD. And and it's something I know, and it's something being married to a physician who gets people who come into his place of employ saying, I know this is what I have. This is what I need. And he says, nice to meet you. Um, I'm board, please have I'm a board seat. certified. Yeah, let's, let's compare notes. <laughs> In what you think you read, I am board certified. Exactly. So so he's he's not a fan, and I'm not a fan because you know you find a lump immediately you're dying. How about you go see a physician who went to school for this? And uh, I came across collagen. It was in my opener. What are your thoughts on collagen? What's your to your knowledge? Where does collagen fit into? I'm a big fan and a user, so I'd love to hear if you're a novice. I'd love to hear. I don't know. Of course, you didn't know that. Lay it on me, sister. What you got? How are you a user? In what respect? I use it daily. So I have a whole lot of joint issues, as does my eldest son. I have a sort of a condition that's hereditary and I pass it on to him. And we That was very generous of you, by the anytime, way. Anytime. I want to give you all my badness. So in trying to invest and this was sort of relatively new knowledge, so investigating ways to assist him in this journey of trying to get over some things. Uh, we found magnesium, we found a whole bunch of stuff, collagen, and that is one of the supporters of joint health. Now, collagen, as a wannabe foodie cookie, yeah, collagen is in lots of foods anyway. So when you talk about Jewish penicillin, otherwise known to the rest of the world as chicken soup or chicken broth, right? That has become trendyized into bone broth. And the only Mm -hmm. difference between bone broth and chicken soup is that we now have a more expensive name for it. So any any broth that's a meat broth comes with you put in a stock as it's made from the bones, right? Part of the reason it's more than flavor, it's because you're actually extracting collagen from those bones. That's one of the reasons that it helps you. Bay leaf is another thing that actually enhances your ability to absorb collagen. So when you used to make soup with a bay leaf in it, it was through, you know, knowledge that even chefs didn't have then. They just sort of knew it worked better if you put the bay leaf in. So 
have always been a big fan. It's in Jello. It's in marshmallows. It's in lots of lots of things. Also, buco. It's in lots of things. Then I started adding it like a dissolved powder each morning in these fancy pantsy protein shakes. Co- in your coffees? I, I don't go that hardcore, but I do mix two scoops of collagen in with a scoop of protein powder and a scoop of sometimes it's beets and sometimes it's kale and sometimes it's some order, other sort of powdered sadness. I put them all together and then I drink it up with some chia and it's, it's frankly, it's pretty good. But the collagen is super gross because you unscrew that tin the other ones are like way or ground up vegetables. This you open it and it smells like a decaying ox bone, and it's that's probably what it is. You open it and you you have to sort of like get past the idea that what am I doing? What am I doing? And scoop it out and measure it out and it, you smell it. It's just obnoxious, but which means it works when that's you blend it one. up with all of that shizimages. It actually works. And what I've noticed in like two and a half short weeks of, you know, five days a week, because I don't do this shit on the weekend, but whenever I'm like a regular work day taking it, your skin feels a little bit more rejuvenated and your hair seems to be kind of a bounce in its step and your fingernails turn into wolverine talons. All the things happen like in a <laughs> finger snap. Boink. Oh, it's health. It's health in a glass. Collagen baby. Maybe when you got your facial, that's what happened to collagen your toes baby. So get quickly. collagen baby. Get on it. It's a good train. So I started. It's all the things that it says it may do for your hair, your nails, your skin, all of the things you really just mentioned. It may do lots of things. I mean, for centuries, Chinese women have viewed collagen a protein. It binds everything. They started with just fish. They started with pigs' feet. Oh, fantastic! Shark. Shark fins, donkey skin, in hopes of smoothing weathered skin and and preserving aging joints. And that's why I thought of you, because your joint issue. Ten years ago, when I was first dealing with my joint issues with an S, shark cartilage was all the rage. And you could buy it at Costco, and it came in a pill. And it was very expensive and ridiculous. And you've always been able to buy collagen in a pill form, and this and me, yak attack attack. And I'd take, you know, glucosamine and chondroitin and all the other crap. So, but just the powder, just slipping it into what you're already doing, if you can get past, that has been more concentrated and more effective than any of those other things. Largely, probably, because I can't be bothered with taking pills all fucking day. I'm not doing that shit. It's a good time. It's a good time. It works. So I started, that's what I was drinking when we logged on. I have the chocolate coconut. There's no sugar, but it's chocolate-ish. Um, and, and coconut milk powder. It's it's this powder I put in hot water and I guzzle it down. And I've started a regimen of, uh, I'm going to try because I, I did one of those, you know, on your iPhone, you can use like a giraffe face to speak to someone or <laughs> yeah, a sure, skull the or an elephant or the lion right, or the unicorn. Yeah, yeah I was exactly the tiger or the turtle or something. Yes. So I used one of those to talk to my neighbor and I was talking and even the bitmoji thing of me, even the animoji had wrinkles in its forehead. And I thought, for the love Son of, of a Michael bitch. Jordan, this is the most ridiculous thing. You are so even crazy. You are mocking me. Yeah, I yeah. should. They can't see you. I can see you. I see you. The top of you. your head. It's called the forehead portion of your head. It's yes. It is as smooth as a slate of marble. I don't even know what to describe it to because it's just... Must be the collagen. It's just, yeah, from your one day of drinking a chocolatey. <laughs> they used to... Now, help me understand. They, now, help me understand. So you're not adding collagen to anything. You're choosing a collagen something. That has a flavor. Like it's a colla- yeah. collagen shake and then it's all got all the other shiz in there. You're not It's like concocting. a hot chocolate with... No, it's a hot chocolate that I'm making Bingo. because without being very sugary, which is... How hot chocolate should be. So yours isn't gross. Mine is super gross. Mine is ground Mine's up, raw, um, unflavored, uncolored, powdered collagen. And you open it up and you know where you are. It's an animal I chose graveyard. I not to get that one. But to be honest, I really, TBH, I really do feel like yours is more effective, more powerful, more more real. The same way I feel like if you got a $2 CBD chew... It I did all those and they were terrible. Less yeah, effective yeah. than the sixty dollars CBD chew because I wouldn't pay a hundred and fifty dollars for the oil. I said, "Well, I'll get this one for like thirteen dollars." And guess what? Doesn't do anything. It didn't work. 
I went away. Right. Yeah. Well, you know exactly why. And and I hate to throw that adage of you get what you pay for, especially since it ends with a preposition and that makes me fucking crazy. <laughs> um but saying you get for what you pay, it makes me sound no, like I would a slap fortune you. cookie. I would, if you were here, I would slap you. That, yeah. That's a guaranteed slap. So I truly believe that if you are paying for super pricey CBD stuff, you've got a better shot at it actually working. And your, your collagen peptide, whatever, that you are directly throwing into the trough um, for everybody to drink up is is definitely better than the designer collagen primal kitchen i think that's what i'm using primal kitchen something i'll go take a look this one is a i don't know it's a half of your torso sized vat of ground up ground up ox parts yeah i've got a whole shelf in the pantry that's devoted to these powdered concoctables but you know now that i've got my vitamix i gotta i gotta keep it keep it up how's that going Stuart asked me today because he made um green drink he made tons of green drink today that lasts for a couple of days. So there are all these bottles in the fridge now of vile disgustingness. And he made hard-boiled eggs. So our house fucking reeks. And it I rained. don't subscribe to Stuart's theory. You gotta, if you're going to make that horsey shit, you got to drink it Fresh. right away. He is drinking it right away, but he's also going to be drinking it tomorrow. I said, I don't know how you don't get violently you ill. You can't have boiled eggs two days later. It's not Russia. You've got to make it now. <laughs> you just can't. There's time. To, There's time for you to, to make it. I'll have to tell him. <laughs> He's probably, right now he's standing online for blue jeans, so I'll have to tell him that he's not that's in right, Russia. That's right. That's right. I, this he's morning I found a beat. Yeah. No. You, <laughs> you, come on. You can handle it. Don't. Or even worse, I've seen him do this. I've seen him purchase a bag of pre-boiled eggs that someone other than him had peeled. No. And what are you doing? Packaged in groups of you two. You went to medical school. You know better than to act this way. Stop it. Preach. Preach. It's super bad. It's, you've got to question so, all the... I would go to WebMD over that if I saw him with those eggs. I would say, I don't trust your board certification if this is the kind of eggs you're bringing to the table. No. Pass. Yeah, I could tell you other things like... You know, expiration dates and things like that would have you following that same theory with him. But you know what? I trust him. He's gotten me this far. He's great. Everything he does is right. I'm going to go along yeah. with it. But the eggs are a problem. I'm here to say it. So I'm also taking that collagen bullshit for my back to see if that's going to help repair a little of what's going on there. Maybe. I would um, also look into the anti-inflammatory everything. I would look at things that are going to uninflame, de-inflame what you're doing. And that just means incrementally increasing things that are great anyway. Turmeric, ginger, garlic, onions. So I got a gummy that was turmeric and ginger and I threw up. It was so disgusting. Why does it taste like such shit? Because the turmeric, in order for you to have a quantity that's going to be effective from an anti-inflammatory standpoint, is going to be very, very high. I ditched it. I had to do it in kind of a really compressed time frame and it was extraordinarily effective. I went and bought capsules, but the capsules were really big and you had to take them, you know, two at every meal. So that's three times a day. That's, I'm not doing that. That's not sustainable for me, but it really worked. And it was a high, high dose of ginger and a high, high dose of turmeric. These are just spices. So if you just want to, if you like ginger, if it's a taste that you like, was it the ginger that was gross to you or the turmeric? The turmeric, I think it was, the whole thing was so fucking gross and they looked like Mm -hmm. berries. I was like, oh, look how cute. No, (laughs) ginger is really strong. It's not one of my favorite flavors, but I can get around it. To put that into a a juice or a smoothie or to grate some onto your salad or to marinate your food in it or something, just sneak in a little bit more ginger. It's fine. And you can shake ginger on stuff. The other thing that you can do is not eat it but I did get this from uh, a practitioner. Don't know how effective it is, but there's a detox bath that you can no more than once a week. You can take a bath. You put in a whole bunch of Epsom salts. You put in a whole bunch of baking soda. You put in powdered ginger. Don't buy it at the in the regular McCormick aisle of the supermarket. You'll pay a billion dollars. Go to something like a Walmart or a restaurant supply store or Costco and get, you know, the femur sized jug of ground ginger that they have in the soup in the regular restaurant. Yeah. And it's much cheaper. Sprinkle a lot of that shiz in there. And then you sit in the bath and all of that stuff detoxes actually through your skin. 
So it is an anti-inflammatory thing that is, is working that way by pulling shit out. Do you know those weird things you used to see? People would sleep with onions in their socks. This is like a, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. like a Stewart egg in a bag remedy. Don't do that. But you could take the bath Ugh. with the ginger. You could take the bath with the ginger and it'll really pull the shit out. And honestly, Rocco did that because that was part of his PT thing with all the crap that you're doing. Do these detox baths. And I also combined it with I put on I would I would draw the bath for him, make it all up. I would, you know, do lighting in there and candles and I put on nice music and put on like a little fragrance of lavender in there. And he would go soak in a super, super hot. It's also super hot and steamy. And he would go soak in there for for 15 or 20 minutes. And it really helped. It really helped reset in lots of ways. So do it. Give it a try. Aw, you did a nice bath for him. I can't tell you the last time I drew a bath for <laughs> any human in my house. Canine maybe, but no human in my house. Well, it's funny. I started by telling you that we were out of town. And so um, Rocco and Petey were here by themselves. And I don't know who oh, God. I don't know who it was, but somebody used my bath. I have a very nice bathtub. Somebody used my bathtub instead of, they each have their own bathtubs. And somebody came down and used my bathtub. And I know this because it was still filled with water when I returned. Shut up. They're so dumb. Can't you fucking drain the stupid thing, you filthy prick? You got to get in there and wreck it with your grossness and let that, that tepid, filthy, sad water float around so all your schmutz is, it's gross, disgusting. Yes. Did you pull up your sleeve and reach in no to... i the way that the thing works is it's built for fancy people so you go over to the side and you kind of turn a little button and then it it engages the thing you don't have to do it yourself so your kid was that lazy that he didn't even have to go in and do it yes it was a hundred per fucking cent so here's what i discovered dear listener dear parent listeners <laughs> here's what i discovered to be our most successful tack when dealing with our children If we go out and leave two of them home, because we only have two of them, what we do is, no matter what it is, we set an expectation. I expect to come home and not have dishes in every room and not have, here's what I expect to see when I come home. And here's what happens if my expectations are not met. Ooh. Yeah. You set an expectation of... It not being a fucking shithole when you return or all of the devices, everything you have that has an on button will will take residency in my bed tonight with me. Everybody, they'll all sleep with me because that's the only way I could secure or or Princess in the Piet. I'll put it right (laughs) under my mattress and that is where it will remain. Under the second duvet. Under the 15th duvet, like a pea. Does that work? Do you follow through? I know you're a good parent, so I know the answer is yes. I follow through initially, knowing full well that there's um, there are times where they need their devices. Like they are very different than how we grew up. Mallory has a study group, and they've been texting, and they have they she needs her phone. Boingo, boingo, correct, right? So, but I still am the asshole parent that tells her kids that between nine and nine thirty, by nine thirty every night, all of your devices are charging downstairs in the kitchen. And we have a power strip with, I don't know, 20 different ports in it. And there's an iPad, an iPad, four or three iPhones. Like they're, all of this stuff is charging by 930. And that's it. They're not spending the whole night staring at a blue light coming from whatever device they have because I know better than they do that they fucking need so much sleep. God, you're so good. To be able to handle each day emotionally more than physically because – we're a delicate bunch. You handed down your super fantastic joints and, and issues. We are a bunch that I've handed down. Emotionally, we need sleep to function. Who needs sleep? Well, you're never going to get it. That's that's what we need to function properly. So especially when like Ethan took a practice ACT this weekend. Oh, right. Yeah, I think we were supposed to do that and didn't do it. Yep. <laughs> I'm such a great parent. I feel like that was well, was offered for free on a Saturday. He couldn't have gone anyways in the rehearsal. Having said that, <laughs> he's gotten in everywhere he's wanted to go, hasn't he? Who are you talking about? Rocky? Yes. Rocco is, is doing 
surprisingly well. We're going to knock on wood, but I'm, we're going to come back to that. I'm going to keep talking. I want to keep talking about this idea of, first of all, the practice days. I was talking about the second one in line. I was talking about Petey. He's a freshman in high school. So they're offering it. I think they always have offered it. They, they'll do it for free at school. If you, anytime you want to take the, like they have them twice a year, the SAT, the ACT, take it, take it, take it, take it. So he doesn't even have the, the content yet for that test. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like when you're trying to give access and opportunity too early, what you inadvertently end up doing is reinforcing their, you know, least substantiated fears that I'm not ready. I'm not going to be able to do it. And here's the test that proves you're not ready. <laughs> you were right. Ten, yeah. And that's not, Ten points. we don't get, we don't get motivated with that kind of intel. We're just like confirmed. I'm living in a band down by the river. Yeah. It's just not, <laughs> they just like throw their hands up in the air and go, woohoo. It's not fair. It's not fair because like the calculus (laughs) AB stuff or BC stuff that's on there. He's a freshman. Right. He's a freshman. He doesn't have that content. And you know that because you take that test the beginning of your junior year or middle to end of your junior year and you get a different score (laughs) because you get a different score and you get a different score. And you get some collagen and you get some collagen and yes. Well, I want to get back to what you were talking about before with the expectations. I was just grinning from ear to ear when you were talking about expectations. Everybody knows you're a better parent than me. I think most people know you're a better parent than most parents. So you fit into that. You really are. So you fit into that category. And I've got another one who's kind of like you here where I live. She's my friend, Michelle. She is so up in it in the parenting bag. It is kind of comical. I mean, all of our parents were very fortunate, blessed. I get it. Everybody's a good parent to a point. We know who we are, but we're all on the same parenting team in that you got your standout stars. I'm not the high scorer on parent team. I got it. I'm not riding a bench, but I'm on the team, right? You, Michelle, you're the ones with expectation setting, right? This is my favorite. And when you even said it, when I was in her house one time, I glanced over, blah, blah, rubbing my face, whatever I'm doing. I look over, I'm leaning up against the sink, and I look over to the side of the cabinet, and there's this artistically, beautifully hand-lettered board that says, you know, expectations. And then down the thing, it's like, I, she had it listed in such a way where it was hilarious. I felt like I was in like a gifted seminar break room because like running down the side of the thing was, you know, these are the list of like opportunity chores. And it was like, you know, without being asked, Here's what I'd like. And then, oh, and that was underneath it. It was expectations for how this job could be completed. And I was like, and then on a different thing. You got to take a picture of that. Oh my God, I just died. I couldn't even. And her husband is like, no, I didn't write that. You know? (laughs) (laughs) And her kids are like, oh, that's new. Like they hadn't even, you know, it's like, I got the the idea that there was one on every floor, like in every room. And her kids are fucking perfect in town. The whole thing. So, you know, it works. But it was just, she's very intentional in everything that she does and constantly focused on improvement. I go on Facebook and I'm trying to like delete the pictures of me that I don't want the authorities to see. She goes on to Facebook and she's crowdsourcing ways to, I've got a new driver in the house. What do you, how do you guys handle new driving? Or do you allow after XYZ a date or time? How do you allow other kids in the car? What's your policy on playing the radio? What's your policy on technology? And the all these really thoughtful discussions. And I'm like, my policy is, uh, when we're going drinking, like it's not, I'm so bad. My policy is here are the keys. Son. Go take your brother to practice. <laughs> You guys, Mama's got the night you off. You already know you'd get along great with me. I'd already told you Michelle's in. She's a good time, but it just cracks me up when you talk. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, and you kind of look alike too, the two of you. Anyway, if your kids don't have expectations, if they don't know what's expected, they will constantly disappoint you. And even when they do, me thinks. <laughs> and even when they know what the expectations are, they know what the repercussions. I say are that, as and well. you know, I'm super kidding. I'm absolutely super kidding. I had two high schoolers who were left alone unceremoniously to the point where when I was walking out the door to my car with a bag, that's when it was uh, made aware to the freshman, oh, you're not going to be here this weekend? Like that was the advance notice that was given to him. And he is trying to do for some health and strength training for one of his sports teams. He's doing a very particular diet. So he set that all up himself. He stuck to it himself. He packed a lunch for a thing where they bring a catered lunch to it. He did his homework in advance. He was in the bedroom at bedtime when we were not here because I was FaceTiming. He did everything right. I don't know if he took that bath, but he did everything right. And the other one, God bless him, right? Right. 
showed up. We were supposed to show up. He's a sweet boy. He's doing what he's supposed to do. I mean, they could, it could be so much worse. And I know I give him this terrible hard time about running them down, but they, their hearts are in the right place. They're just, they're like kind of, you know, new horses that are born, the foal that they don't really walk right and they fall down a lot. I think that's kind of, they're going to get it. They're going to be race so horses. When, they're going to get I it. When I say, when I, when I say set expectations, also know what's appropriate with expectations. It's not appropriate to expect children to do certain things. I would like there not to be a fire in the house while I'm gone. I expect you to let the dogs out three times before whatever. I, I mean, the expectations aren't, I expect you to cook. I don't expect you to have a party while I'm not here. Right. Oh, did I just plant the seed right there? <laughs> you hadn't even thought about it and I, I just it. gave you the idea. But yeah, that's, I, I don't set crazy expectations, but I don't expect to come home and have to wash a weekend's worth of dishes. You know we have a dishwasher, right? Just open it up and put shit I, in that's it. That's one, not- but that one's on me. I've lost that battle from way back in the Montessori days where they would send home. It wasn't, they had a, a really productive name for it. Um, maybe it was developmental milestones or by this age, you should be able to, which is really a set of expectations that we fucking never met. I mean, according to the Montessori sheet, we lost by grade one. So we're just, we gave up the, Aww. we gave up. The, well, because by grade one, these are Montessori kids. And what that means, Montessori is a child centric approach and it presumes that children are capable of mastery in a huge range of tools and techniques that most of the world doesn't give them credit for doing. So their thing is, when you're in first grade, you can use a knife by yourself. You can prepare the meal for the family. You can make your own bed. You can wake yourself up, pick out your clothing, make your own lunch, drive the car to school. You can run the boardroom. <laughs> you can be the CEO. You, at this point, you know, on and on. But I'm not kidding about the rest of that stuff. It is, you know, you can use a, a dustpan and a brush to sweep the whole house. I'm like, well, technically you can. You did teach my son how to sew, but he ain't no fucking sewing nothing. Right, but while sweeping up your house, he turns around in his lack of knowledge of personal space and the broomstick knocks over an ancient Chinese secret, whatever. Huh? Yeah, so huh? totally that. yeah, that's a hundred. But they don't do, they don't understand dishes and dishwashers. We've got another friend, Janine, whose children, she loves to, you know, rattle about like we all do. Her kids understand dishes and dishwashers in a way that it's so glorious. It's almost like they've been traumatized. If there's a dishwasher near them, they will pick up all the fucking dishes and put it, not even their own. They're like, dishes have to go in the dishwasher. Dishes have to go in the dishwasher now. And they do it. She did something right. I know it. So it's possible. And you with your expectations and and Michelle with her chart. Like, I don't, I can't, we, I want to see struggle that chart. With waking up and toothbrushing and I don't know, productive society. That's not even on the board, man. I'm still. And I thought that too. But wait, your son has gotten into all of his colleges. My kids went on Friday driving themselves to a meeting with 15 superintendents what? to sit, to sit and pitch their, um, not for profit. So. And and where whereas you cannot pick your underwear up off the floor and put it in the laundry room or in a basket or anywhere plus the floor, I can run your fucking company. Sit down, superintendent. I'm up in it. Tell me, that's what they did. Is this the the nonprofit that your two children invented themselves, founded, and are now selling to an entire school district? These are the ones that were selling to an entire county. Yeah, Yeah, we're worried about them. Fuck you. We're not. We don't have expectations. (laughs) My expectation is that you will make more money than me this week, so that I can go to Jamaica. Yeah, (laughs) I think you. I think they've been setting expectations for you. But again, they should. But again, they better not. But again. When Mallory says, I need more chocolate milk, I expect you to go to Trader Joe's this week. Uh, I go to Trader Joe's. Like, I serve at the pleasure of of the president. Like, I serve. They're super great. Tell me more. I'm sorry. I I didn't even realize that we were going to go there because I, of course, knew this was happening. But now that it's out in the potosphere, tell, tell, tell. No one knows what it is. Tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him. My kids are spreading CPR around all of our county. And in in our county, there are 15 high schools. So they met with all the superintendents to get this brought into all of the high schools. And then after that, we're going to go out of our county. But first, we're going to get our kid into college as the CEO of Brilliant Life Support. Life support BLS, um, and then is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. So, so they go and they they have a shtick. They practice, and of course, 
Here's where the expectations come in. I expect you, instead of playing Call of Duty, to practice with your sister for half an hour and get this down because you're wicked awkward. You're a teenager. It's your job to be awkward, but you can't be awkward during this presentation. You need well, to I disagree. have it together. I disagree. I disagree with that because there is the all, the opposite side expectation that you're here doing something that's next fucking level that a lot of adults couldn't even pull off. So you get a couple of um, mulligans or whatever you say. But let's get back to it. So there's, you say they're spreading CPR, which sounds like just glorious venereal disease. Are they spreading a mm-hmm. class for other students? Are they yeah. are they getting um, defibrillators installed places? Tell me, I'm, I honestly don't know what the programmatic part of this is other than my two kids is some hot shit. Watch it. There are three parts to it. They got the county to half the price for CPR training for, in, we did it in health class. So it's grades nine and 11. And then the next year, nine and 11, again, covers the entire school. So every other year. And so the first step is hands-only CPR. The second step is the kids who opt in can do full basic life support. And that is with the AEDs. Um, that is with the whatchamacallit, infant CPR as well. They learn all of that stuff. They do that in hands-only to the infant life support. And then the third part is what my kids are doing next, which is train the trainer. Oh, fantastic. So they're going to get trained to teach it so they don't even have to go to the county for that discounted partnership with them anymore. And they are going to be able, along with a couple of teachers at the high school, train kids without... The only thing you pay for. And they're like, well, it is $8 for a card that says you are certified. So they have to pay that. I'm like, all right, baby. $8 beats $100. Is that, but is that the nonprofit component in that they created a nonprofit to fund the discounted negotiated price with the county to enroll, to yes, roll out this to program system wide? Fantastic. Fan fucking, yes. fucking fantastic. And they do all this because dad's an ER doc and people live in the world and they understand that CPR, heart, keep it pumping, keep them alive. Hey, this makes yeah. sense. Let's make it everywhere. I love it. Yeah. They, they saw Stuart do heroic measures and they were blown away so they they said i they could are do now- that you show off you fucker <laughs> i could do that you think you're hot shit meanwhile i go to target <laughs> with the family uh-uh. several years ago i go to target i get a starbucks we're walking through target and i must have sucked on the straw in a non-effectual way where the beverage went through other inside it went in my mouth and out every other hole in my head <laughs> it just it i don't want to out myself or being enable not capable of drinking through a straw well, if you're friends with me evidently drinking is a problem <laughs> in every true. aspect functionally you know the effect <laughs> of what you're drinking gosh so it starts coming out my nose i'm choking <laughs> for some reason <laughs> on a sip of iced tea and instead of coming to help me, Stuart elopes, he runs, he disappears, and he came back with napkins. He feels badly for Target, for me having made like a cleanup on aisle two or whatever it was. So, yeah. Um, they weren't for totally, you? They weren't for you? No, they were for the floor. They were for the because, environment? Because I <laughs> choked on a mouthful of something. You should have slipped on it. it You should have slipped on it. And then all your back (laughs) woes would have been Target's fucking problem. Yeah, they would just write me a check. I don't. And you don't don't fucking need a check from Target. But still. And who wants to defraud people? We're not defrauding. Hey, who doesn't want a check from Target? We're not not defrauders. Oh, my God. I just read an article. (laughs) I just read an article in Michigan. Okay. A gentleman pulls up to Michigan blah, blah, blah credit union yeah. and sees a sees a box on the ground by the ATM machine and it says $40,000 on it. Of course it does. So he picks up the box, gets in his car. He pulled right in front, gets in his car, goes, we think he parks his car and he goes into the credit union with a box that says, Hey, is idiots, there, did you lose 40,000 fucking dollars? Is there a reward for finding 40 grand? They open the box inside the, and they're, they do this whole, this whole special on him because he's, he's given back all this money and what a great guy. There's $27,000 in the box labeled $40,000. And the first thing I think is, you parked, took what you needed, and then brought. But they say no. I mean, they they just gave him the credit for returning it, and 
you know that those ATM machines have cameras, right? There are cameras course, all over every, there. Everywhere. Everywhere. So his his license plate was right there at the camera and they could have looked him up if he disappeared, but he brought it in and it had $27,000 in it. And they gave him like a nominal reward, like a hundred bucks or a couple hundred bucks. And it was great. And they're saying how great he is. And I thought, that's not $40,000. There's so many problems with this story. And that's it, not $40,000. The, the first problem, credit union, starts with why are you leaving a fucking box of cash labeled cash outside? <laughs> you a bank, you stupid dick. I know better than this shit. That's not, Give me my money back. I can't even carry a wallet and I know not to leave money like that on the floor. I can at least tuck it into another bag and put that bag into my coat pocket and then hang up the coat and forget it's in there. But you know what? At least I didn't write on the outside of it. Cash. $40,000, right. It was one of those um, trucks, those armory trucks that unpacked several boxes and then packed all of them but one back into the truck and left. Because again, they have cameras and they saw all of this. And then I thought, I, I know you're praising him and you gave him a reward, but what if it was $40,000? He took what he wanted or took what he thought would be a nominal, not as noticeable. It's written right on the box, 40 grand. So... I got to right. I got to think. I got to think that Johnny Do-Gooder wasn't like, you know, B plus Johnny Do-Gooder and he figured out I can open this tape without, you know, it's like steaming open the envelope. It's kind of you got to get kind of crafty to open a box, only take out a little bit. I I think he just You think there was 27,000 I think it was a mistake. I back. I don't know what the Brinks were, you know, dopes were doing if they were filling up physically an ATM, if they were stacking it with 20s, if that's what their job is is somebody has to make sure that this vending machine for cash is filled up with 50s and 100s. And blah, 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 blah. So you're saying so it was they opened what was the, left. They opened the 40G box and filled it like to the top, better. closed it back up again, and then Dopey Joe says, hey, I'm going to go get some Starbucks. Let's hibba, 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 hibba. And then off they I drove. I like that story better. It makes, I like that it's much more better. plausible to me, right? Because why? Oh, because it's it's at least generous instead of, they got shorted at the bank that labeled the box. Like, it just seems to me if the box is sealed, we don't know. First of all, I don't know if I'm it gonna was go, sealed. I'm going to stick with my original response, which is it's a box of $40,000 sitting on a sidewalk. You're not a bank. You should, you should not be giving out $100 rewards. You should be closing your doors because that's not how you steward Super our fucking money. Right. That's not, I don't, I'm glad my money's not there. Hey, Amy. Hey. You had an experience you want to share with me? Oh, my God. A phone experience? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, you know my new phone, who dis? Yeah. So I was telling new phone, who dis, with our super fun friends. We're out in the mountains, crackling fire. <laughs> Let me tell you this story. <laughs> so, so, so By fun, the fun. way, yeah. before you continue, yes. I, adore, I adore this couple. You should. You should have you invited me. You, we should have. But we would have had a great I time. Can't I can't have left you my there. Two kids You're home. not allowed to come. Because then they would start saying things like, she's really. How do we get rid of Amy? That's, oh, yeah. I gotta, Everybody does they that. do, they do. I know it. I do it. That's why I keep it separated. That's how I operate. Keep I know how to, I know how to do it. So we're there and we're yak, 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 talking about all this stuff. And they say, oh, we had something similar happen to us. And it's so funny. We had just moved to Las Vegas from California. <laughs> and when we, our home number kept getting all these calls. And I didn't really know why. And I just figured, that's Las Vegas. They kept getting the same kind of prank call at their home. Huh. And my brain went to, you got to understand, people who don't know, the wife in this duo is a fucking stunner. So she's the kind of person that you would like drop what you're holding when she walks by. She's just visually a specimen. You what you're like, holy they're made that good? Damn, I didn't know humans came like that. And then when you get to know her, the inside is like a thousand times better than the outside. So you've got you've got a real real troublesome, you know, being in her orbit is tough because she's fucking great. And then you don't even you just love it. Everything is delightful. So with that in mind, you're like, well, if I saw you walking around and I lived in Las Vegas and I'm a creep, I probably would figure out how to call your house and be gross because the phone calls coming to the house were Hey, I want a blowjob. What? Hey, I want a blowjob. Wait, wait, Click. what? House phone calls. I want a blowjob. Give me a blowjob. 
Where them blowjobs at? Blowjob, 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 blowjob. Oh my God. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over again to this sweet couple's home with this gorgeous, beautiful, in the heart and in the mind and the everything, soul, face, body, beautiful blowjob. Come to the house, right? And they were just like, God, these Vegas crankers, man. And then they're thinking, they're so good hearted. They're like, it just, it, it must just be difficult. You know, people are having a hard time. I don't know why they're. Oh my God. Yeah. It was a yeah. Sex and line. then, and then somebody says to them, you're, you know, your fucking phone number is 702 blowjob. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> they're, Who figured that out? I they don't certainly know. didn't. Their they don't fucking think phone like that. number was 702 blowjob. I thought they had the same number as like a 900 or 704, number. whatever the fucking, I don't know what the area code is. Vegas. I didn't fact check it, but that it, is it was blowjob. And here's the best part of this entire story. I told you how wonderful this woman is. You know, you already know she's a fucking, I do. she's a fucking star in the universe. Once they figured this out, what is the first thing that you would do with this phone number? What would you do? I would change my phone number. She began to mock the people who called. <laughs> As the calls continue, she would go, is that what you want? Is that really what you want? What are you doing with your life? Why are you calling me here? Ha 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 ha. Like all this. <laughs> she would fucking toy with the crazy people calling for the phone. Lindsay, no. <laughs> Lindsay, no. It was like telemarketers in reverse. They would have them, they would laugh their heads off when they would get the, oh my God, it's perfect. It's the best answer. Oh my God, I love it. I would change my number immediately. <sighs> 702 blowjob. Yeah. Well, now we know what her old number is. Oh, and now God. we're all going to call. Let's, everybody, let's call. Let's not. Well, and that's for the, does it still work that way? I was thinking, do we have to explain it to the young kids that have, that's how phone numbers used to work, that you could spell out a word? Like, you know, one, eight, seven, seven cars for kids. No, I guess it still does work that way. The numbers stand in for the letters. I don't know how many things don't work with phones anymore. They used to be, you have a dial on the fucking phone. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. Oh my God. You've said some really, really delightful things about the wife in that couple. Yeah. I think it's time you say some nice things about the husband so he doesn't feel left out. He's great. Scott's delightful too. (laughs) Is that good enough? Are they listeners? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think so. On occasion. On occasion. Scott has been featured on this show before in one way or another. So I won't even tell you how in his mystery ways. No, they're, right. they're delightful. And it's the kind I've of I've only thing. met them through you yeah, oh, coming yeah, yeah. for traveling for sports. And I thought, are all of the people who live by you down in South North Kakalaki, um, like this? Because if they are, we're moving. We'll, a lot of them are. Moving. We stumbled into a great friend group we have um, through Travel Lacrosse. And it was one particular age group that really was touched with sparkle dust. All of the families, there's a, it's, there's a, gr- a tight group of, I'll make up a number, five, six, ten, a tight group of families where the kids kind of all overlapped. They had a brother. They had a sister. And so it was everybody matched up really well. That's perfect. Everybody traveled together really well. All the kids were, you know, into the same sorts of things outside of lacrosse really well. All the parents were really friendly and chill despite being in a really high pressure situation with high performing kids and this, this crazy expensive sport that were, you know, all of it, all of it, all of it, all of it. And it, what you find out is even as parts of those, uh, some of those variables go away, the kids graduate or they move on from this board or something happens or somebody moves away. That cluster of people are have have one or two like-minded friends in their overlapping circle. So it became this beautiful little, oh, there's a whole world of people who are groovy, good people. Great. Put me in there. I get, and who's getting I drinks get what, this time? It was just, it's been lovely. It's been lovely. I get what a couple of our, our listeners have written in when we talk about our, our friend group. They say, I don't have a friend group like that, but and I, I'd absolutely invite you in. But yeah, we don't, we have individual friends here, like couples, wherever, but it's, it's lovely that you have that and your kids are, your kids are younger. You got a younger kid than mine. So that it took a while. It's, you know, cause you and it, it. it's the kind of thing where if you are fortunate enough, this, we did not have this as our experience. Some people have this as their experience. If you're fortunate enough to move into that neighborhood where it seems like all the neighbors, all the kids play together, all the parents play together. It's super, like the pool club or the whatever. So this, so we've been here a good number of years and have had fine friendships with lots of folks. But to get into what feels like, 
you know, I call it a team because we're all on the same kind of a team. And then each, each person is like a standout. It's, it's been, it's made it easier to live here. It's made it easier to live here. So that's nice. I like it. Hey, dear it. listeners, I like, I would like to hear from you. Um, and you can find us on all the social media at Listen Brilliant. You can write us brilliantobservations at gmail.com. And we would like it if you would stop dipping your toe in the waters of Brilliant Observations and you would dive right fucking in and hit subscribe. Please do us that flavor. Our community is growing. We love that it's growing. And the more it grows, the more we can do, the more we can give you. For example, I'm taking a picture of the shirt I'm wearing today. Yay. And I don't know if I should post it before this airs, but you will hear it. Yes, I will post it before it airs. and You'll be like, what the fuck is that? And I will say, listen on Thursday to hear what the fuck this shirt is about. We love you. We're glad you're here. And uh, aim. So it is important. Click subscribe. Click follow. Tell a friend. If you're enjoying, if you've listened all the way to the end of this very podcast, that means you like it. If you didn't know, spoiler, you like it. So tell somebody else that you like it. Maybe they'll do the same. And the more that happens, everybody wins because we'll keep giving you what you like, which is another show. So thank you for today. Can't wait to hear from you again. Bye. Bye.